Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. guys i am so excited to have alana here with me she is a 6-2 pure manifesting generator and we connected through the um, alpha femme group by Aunt melanie and layer and i'm so excited to have her here to talk about human design and all of the juicy things so alana do you want to introduce yourself for the listeners today yeah sure so thanks so much for having me on i'm, I'm so excited to be here um i really found human design two years ago. And I think it was through Melanie Ann Lair in 2020 when she did Queens of the internet. I don't know if you're aware of, of that event, but that was when I was introduced to the whole concept and it like shifted everything, um, for me. So, uh, I guess I'll back up a little bit. Um, I struggled with my weight. That's kind of the story I bring to the table and, you know, went to Weight Watchers when I was like in my tweens and all of the fun, right? Like, uh, after college, I had um, lap band weight loss surgery because I was like, this is going to be the thing. I'm finally going to fix it. And of course, like my soul was just like, nope. <laughs> my soul was like, that's not happening. That's not in this way anyway. And um, and so I really just um, worked through that and tried to figure it out and started asking myself better quality questions to really get to the root. Like when I had my son, it was sort of just like, okay, how am I going to raise him? Because I am terrified of basically repeating everything that I've been through and to have my child go through what I did. So that was really also simultaneous to my Saturn return, of course, right? Like I was 28. So like just some significance to, to really figure this out and solve it. And, um, really working through that. I found coaching. I found the life coach school. That's where I'm certified from, um, as a life coach. And of course that began my spiritual awakening, which then opened me up to human design and all these things. So, um, I am really figuring out my relationship with my body and trying to define my body sort of as a consciousness and, or not defined. Cause that's really not like, I don't want to put my body in a box like that. But that's really the work that I'm bringing to the world. And that's the, that's where I'm at with my own, with my own journey and, and to health and and wealth and all these things. Right. So, um, I'm a six, two manifesting generator. So really the crux was like, okay, that two line, right? Like hermit, quiet, introverted, like, yes, give me all the alone time. Right. And this was, this came to my consciousness that I was aware of it in 2020, when I could not get alone for the life of me, right? I had my kids, my husband at the time, who was now my ex-husband and my parents, we were living in a two family house, right? Like there was no two, there was no space for me to be a two really. And that's when I sort of like started to recognize like, oh, it's really not just the alone time. Like there's also a lot of trauma response here and trying to really sort through that. Like what's the difference between being a two line and the trauma response I'm experiencing. 
Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Like, parts of your story, like, I relate to so much, like, with that, with the relationship with your body and, uh, and just being in a bigger body and, like, what, it, what does that mean and, like, all the conditioning and all of the trauma that is around, like, being in a bigger body. And then, uh, in addition, like, 2020 was the year that, like changed everything for all of us and mm -hmm. it really got us to look at like some of these like core wounds and um like bringing all these like icky icky things that we may not have wanted to look at like bringing them all up to the surface and have it just gave us like a time to like look at it and begin to like do this work and i've noticed that there's just been so many more uh, like online coaches coming out and like people seeking uh, this higher level of work and uh, yeah so, so so many interesting things to yeah. to talk about oh my gosh um so since like so you you know first learned about your human design about like two years ago um and what has been the like maybe the biggest shift that you've noticed in your life since like learning about your human design. Yeah. So like, I mean, when you're unconscious and a sacral manifesting generator, right. Your, your body sort of like makes these decisions for you without really knowing that that's what's happening. So walking into that awareness and being like, Oh, that's my sacral. Like this is, a uh -huh. this is an, uh-huh. This is what I want. This is what I need to move towards or a lot of the times the opposite, right? Like that's a no. And I don't have an explanation for why it's no, I just, I'm not going to do it. Right. There was a lot of that in, in my in early years growing up, um, which tried to get deconditioned out. Right. So it's like, you can't just say no without a good reason. Well, mm -hmm. my body's screaming at me to say no, isn't, isn't that a good enough reason? And why am I not being taught that that's the only reason, right? Like, <laughs> Like that's, I think everyone needs to be aware of this. Like if your body is telling you yes or no, you don't, there's no thought involved. You don't actually need to say anything. Like it's, it's just either a yes or no. And really just having that freedom to just make a decision let my, and, and not talk myself out of it or not overthink it or not really try to uh, deflect or, or, you know, negotiate. How can we make this a win-win? No, it was if it was a no and I'm trying to make it a yes, that is not a win-win. That's still me losing because I wanted to say no. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Like learning that, that piece of like, okay, no, my body is saying no <laughs> and giving yourself that permission. And what I, what I noticed at least, um, like I remember like my parents would be like, no, you can't do that. Oh, because I said so. So like, they could do that, like, mm -hmm. not give a reason, but for, like, at least for me, like, as a kid, it's, like, I always had to, like, give a reason or justify things, and it, it it's this pattern that, you know, I've noticed that it, it, it isn't okay to just say no, but yeah. now that, even with me, like, now that I've been doing the work, like, I... Um, 
I've been playing around with like dating recently and like mm. I'm like ooh I'm like I'm gonna ask for what I want and I'm just gonna be like no like set these strong boundaries and just be like and not give any reason be like no I'm not interested anymore sorry I mean not exactly like that because that's kind of mean but you know like being able to give myself even like that permission to like say no right and on top of that like if they deserve a mean no then the freedom to give them a mean no like yes (laughs) no i i did oh my gosh um (laughs) i uh, i started talking to this guy and between like when i said i was going to bed and in the morning i had like 50 text messages oh my god and i was like no you're crazy like leave me alone (laughs) and um and he did like and i was he got the hint i was just very firm i was like no this is a mean no this is like this is erratic behavior like yeah okay lesson good for you good for you for shutting that down because that's you know and and reflect too back like you know i've been in situations like that before where it's like okay yes that this seems crazy because it's so much but at the same time it's nice to have the attention right so like wounded me back you know 10 years ago would have been like do is this okay like where like is my boundary moving because I kind of like this attention like I I could just in your situation I could just see parts of me that would have been like um my body's saying no but it's nice to have these to wake up to right like justifying Mm -hmm. against my own will yes and same here and that's like that battle that I've been going because I you know there is like that wounding but what uh, an affirmation to me is like no I've got an abundance of guys like I can get it like if I want attention I just like go back on a dating app and just like you know chat up a new person like I don't need it's like my my need for or my desire for like attention and connection isn't attached to one person there's it's like an abundance and I I get to have fun with it like it's it's just something fun that I've been I, I've been playing around with, like, and playing around with the energy of like desire and giving myself permission to want what I want, which is so much fun. I love that. I love that. And I can relate to from dating because I mean, I was with my ex husband now for almost 10 years. And in 2020, it just came to a head and I, I there was just too much awareness and I could not unsee what I've seen. And like, especially with that trauma response that I was naming before, there was just too much of it around in different ways. So that ended in 2020. In 2021, I honestly was not going to date for like a year or two. I was really not going to download the apps. I was going to keep to myself, get my life going. And the universe was just nudging me to download the app, right? And it, it showed up with my friend, just, she was talking about online dating and then it showed up again. Cause you have to have like the two response, the two signals. Right. Mm-hmm. And both times I was like, Oh, I'm curious, but I'm not going to do it yet. Second time I was like, is it, is it time? And honestly it, it didn't, I wasn't, my brain wanted to be like, it's not really time yet, but my body, I had been, I had, I had seen the trauma and I had really worked for months at soothing the trauma right that I had been through so I mean yes it was accelerated but truly but that's because I found coaching you know at the time four years prior Mm -hmm. 
So the, the healing began the minute I found coaching in general. And so I, I had, I'm an Aquarius. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But like just the, you know, having that, I was, I was really loyal to trying to make it work as much as I possibly could. So I wasn't aware that divorce was what was actually happening until it was like the minute that I had decided that that's what was happening. And, but, but at the same time, I had done a lot of that internal healing that it was a clean break for me. Like I, if he was willing to, to, to meet me where, where I wanted to, and being a woman, you know, we change our minds. We are fluid. We want more and more and more. Right. And we have shame and guilt for wanting more and more and more. But I unapologetically was just like, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm expecting. And, you know, I, I honestly, that last, that day, the day before I decided, I prayed to God and I said, you know, I want to live my life at my highest and best. So that's, that's what I desire. I don't know what that looks like. Right. I'm not sure, but that, but like, please send me a sign basically is what I'm saying to, to God. And the next day we, we had the fight. That was just, that was it. It wasn't a fight about him or me or us. It was just this random thing that wasn't even involving us. And I was just like, Oh, thank you, God. I am now done. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like truly. And, and, you know, I'm, the, the, it's, it's miraculous in and of itself that I was able to make a decision with that high quality detachment, right. That we're, we're always hearing about, like, but at the same time, I, I had this desire for a man who could meet my needs and wants to meet my needs and even, even more so than my needs, right. Like, like wants to, you know, just be with me and in my energy and with, and in, in my space. And so I knew that somebody out there was going to be that match. Right. And it really wasn't my business anymore if it was the man I was married to, honestly, because I was like, he's either going to be it or not. And I'm good. So if it's not him, let's, let's keep it moving. Right. Like, I mean, I, I, I joke, but it's, you know, it was a tough decision at the time, but um, I just, it's so crystal clear now being on the other side of it. And so distant from it. So when I was finally nudged to, I don't even mean finally, cause it happened before I thought it would, um, it took about a month of talking to men who really did not deserve my attention for me to finally have, you know, the, the guy pop up on, you know, I was on, um, what was it? Bumble. So I was, I had to be the one to, to message them first. Yeah. And I remember, you know, Tim, his, his profile was like, I'm looking for my queen and I swiped right or whatever it is. I think it's right. If it, you like them, right. I always forget which way I forget too. And I'm not good with left or right. So yeah, yeah. yeah you hit the like button. You, I you hit the like. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we messaged like almost immediately. And that was really it. We, you know, we were just inseparable from there. Um, it's funny too, because his, his, um, his presence was so significant and I could feel how that shift in me changed. I'm like, Oh, like I was right all along. First of all, right. I love that, that, uh, soul remembrance, like, Oh yeah, I was right all along. I also had it with being an entrepreneur too. And with my body relationship three, right? Like all these things I want to do differently 
right? Here's here's the man showing up first. Um, which I think there might be something to that in my chart about marriage, but I only know about that much of it. So I don't know if you could weigh in on that, but um, yeah, like we had been talking, I think it was for about a week and I was just like, okay, I need to take a break and just assess and like figure this out. I said, so it was like Wednesday. I was like, I'll, I'll message you, or maybe it was Thursday. I'll message you on Monday. I said to him, I was just like, I just need some space. Like not, not that it was bad. It wasn't, I definitely threw him for a loop. Let me tell you, but really in that, in that time I took to myself, I was able to just assess, see what was happening. Other guys were messaging me. I, I did have dates planned and stuff like that, but Tim was constantly wanting to make me smile. Tim was constantly messaging me to um, brighten my day. And I don't mean it in that, like that 50 messages that you woke up to, right? Like yeah. creeper alert. No, it was sincere and genuine. And that was his priority. And I was like, okay, I didn't even wait till Monday. I messaged him Friday morning because I missed him already from my life. Like it had been like a day or two. And I was just like, hi, like we need to talk. And then we met that Sunday. And then that was really it. So, um, I just, it was, and from, you know, from what you're saying about being in that empowered place to like date, it's like, yes, you do get to call your shots and take, take a random space if you need to, and like assess what you want to do from there. So, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love, I love this story. That's like, that's like the best story. It's like, (laughs) I, you know, I, I used to be like year, like a few years ago, like I was like an online dating coach and like a lot of the, uh, it was from when I was in like a prior relationship and I've always just been like pretty good at like online dating and being able to like connect with guys on there and mm-hmm. everything. And like one of the biggest complaints is like, oh my gosh, there's like all these creepers or guys just wanting one thing. Like, why is this so hard to meet the right person? But it's really not necessarily like the dating apps. It's about us like it's about you like listening to like your body like listening to you know your intuition or um like within human design like i'm huge with like the inner the inner authority here um and really paying attention to your authority and using that as your guidance system and not and also at the same time like you know working with like your traumas and like and your old like patterns and limiting beliefs because it is like entirely possible to find that like soulmate like right person and um yeah and i only just got back on the dating apps like maybe like two or three weeks ago and i've already had like like four or five like really great like in-person interactions and like well I'm just playing around with what I want like I'm just in that energy of I'm gonna date until I find the right person but I'm having fun with it and I I love like there you know we we have like two different like stories and like approaches to the dating and that both are like beautiful and like perfectly mm-hmm. fine you know so exactly i love, I love that <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and you know i i'm like i'm not sure i haven't um i haven't fully like dived into like human design with like marriage or anything like that okay. but um i am curious like <laughs> if you ever if you ever like look into like if you hear it again or something like yeah let me know because I'm like I'm very curious because like with your chart you have a single definition so 
uh, with people with single definitions, they can be like very independent and not really um, necessarily like needing another person. Whereas I have like a split. And so I'm like craving a connection with somebody so that they can like complete all my energy. So all my voices connect and everything. So that's why I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. (laughs) I love that you're bringing this up because you know, I used to have this concept of myself that I didn't like to cuddle. Not really, not for too long. And, you know, before I found him, I really equated that to wanting for me to be in my own energy and my own space to like, you know, have like a clean sleep as it, as it is like, quote unquote. Um, but I, I cannot like, we, we do not have space between us. Like when he's around, like, and, and he, he does, he's a truck driver. So he is gone for 12 days of the, of, you know, of two weeks and then he's home for two. So it, I do get a lot of time to myself, which is really spacious and, um, useful for me in this, in this moment, in this stage of my life, we do have goals for him to expand his own business and, you know, come off the road soon within a couple of years. Um, which is really welcome because it's fun for me to really be in a space where I'm like, oh, actually, I really want you around and I like having you around. Like, <laughs> you know, just reflecting back on 2020 when I was like, I need to get out of here. I need to figure out where I'm going. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love any, you know, and that, that, so like some people, um, I used to date like a truck driver, long like a long time ago and it like like for me it was like oh this is like i don't like this (laughs) like and not everyone can uh like be okay with um like dating somebody who's gone very often like uh, you know some people like really do crave like that like constant um connection and like being together more often and so Uh, there's definitely like some interesting pieces at play here, but I mean, it, it, I mean, it works for you. Like it, it's not. And when I say like independent and like single definition, it's not that it's like, oh my gosh, I can't be around another person kind of a thing, but it's more like, you don't, it's, it's less, uh, less of a codependent kind of energy. I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely can relate to that. Like I remember, you know, in high school. Cause that's like, you know, I try to like think about how was I really in high school versus how was I trying to be in high school or hiding? Right. Like, yeah. don't look at me. No, I actually really wanted to be seen in high school. I didn't let myself. Um, but you know, my one of, I actually just wrote a post about this. So it's funny. It's coming up. Right. Thank you. Thank you universe. Um, I got a car for my 17th birthday, right? I live in New York. So, you know, I got my license immediately. And um, finally, I was like able to distance myself from, you know, the home I grew up in and just really have time to like, like a place outside of myself that was like away and by and by myself, right? Because I'm either on the school bus or, you know, before I got my license or at home or at school, it was like, there was really no place for me to go. Right. Like, I think everyone can relate to that, but, um, yeah. So it's interesting that you're bringing that up. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. And and I feel like maybe like, you know, having that car, like that freedom, that might be a little bit of like the two line, like where you where you just like want to like kind of get away from at, like everything and like like be in your own energy a little bit and probably a little Manny Jen and freedom energy yeah, in there for too. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, I remember like we were talking a little bit in Messenger, like you know, setting this up and you, you mentioned like you were playing around with like your manifester side of like the mana. Like, can you share a little bit about that? Like how, how you've yeah. been playing around with that energy? I love that you're bringing that up because um, I did mean to, to mention that as well. So I hired two coaches in 2021 before I met Tim or one before I met Tim, one right after that. Um, I didn't know what their human design was until I realized maybe a month or two ago, they're both manifestors. And I'm just like, that's not random. That is not random that that's what I'm being presented with. So I just bring that up because I'm like, okay, the universe is showing me something here. What is it? Like, I really question that played around with it. And it's like that, that manifestor surge where you're like, go, go, go. You move super fast. You create at a high level in a very short amount of time, right? That is me. That is me. And, you know, I used, you know, oh my gosh, I was called lazy for so long. Like my whole life I was called lazy. Um, it really, it really stings to even just like, think about that. And, and sometimes I still have that self-judgment about what I'm doing, but like, it's, it's the forget, like forgetting everything that was once accomplished, just maybe not even an hour ago, suddenly I'm on, I'm on the couch in that, whatever that's called that dip, right. Yeah. Where you, where you just need to regenerate. You just need to like literally rest after all of that creation that was born. So I'm just seeing it so much clearly. And, you know, one, one coach in, in particular that, you know, of the two is really embodying that whole manifester um, vibe. She'll be up, up, up for maybe three weeks. And then I won't hear from her for a week. And it's really interesting because the first time it happened, I was super triggered. I was super like, she doesn't want to work with me anymore. I'm never going to hear from her again. Like that sisterhood wound that we have was mm -hmm. super triggered, super like, and I'm just like, okay, I know this is coming up because it needs to come up because it, wanna, it wants to be cleared and I'm ready to clear it. But like also what's happening. And so when she came back, right, when she got that surge back, she was able to name it, explain it. She says, I'm here to trigger people. <laughs> I'm here to be like this version of myself that when I've had enough, I'm, I'm gone and I don't need to explain. And I'm just like, yes, yes. I want to be able to just be on the couch and not have to explain it to myself about why. Like my body, my sacral is leading me at all times. That's, that's really the crux of what I'm embodying, what I, what I strive to embody every day, right? So if I'm, if I'm watching Netflix and resting, after I've created all these things and, you know, wrote, wrote blog posts, whatever it is, right. Doing this interview with you, like, I don't have to justify it. It's okay. Yeah. So being ex yeah. Yeah. So being exposed <laughs> to just those manifestors that are like truly embodying their manifestor ways. It's, it's, it's beautiful to witness because it's like the, the brain's just like, what the hell's going on?
Yes, yeah. I uh I play around with this energy too and uh I don't know if you've ever like uh you can run like a human design chart for your business and so I ran one for my business and my business is a manifester, so it's like yeah, okay. I I I feel you manifester energy like you're coming at me hard, but um yeah, it like it's it's like we need to give ourselves like that permission to rest without guilt without uh yeah like you said like needing to explain it um that i mean that energy also um comes into play like we both have undefined root centers um mm. and i've noticed like the being out of alignment with the root it's like we just are like filled with all this like guilt or at least i am <laughs> like i notice myself like feeling um like really guilty about like resting and like watching Netflix all day. Like uh, last week I was texting my, um, my soul sisters who are entrepreneurs and I'm just like, Oh, like I'm feeling so guilty. Cause like I have like all this like stuff I need to do. And I was telling them what I all did. And they're like, Amy, like <laughs> we couldn't even do like a third of what you just did and you're feeling like guilty about like wanting to watch Netflix for a few hours like before you have to go like I work part-time as a librarian before you have to go into work like what are you talking yeah. about like you're yeah. crazy and I'm like ah I'm sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just it's it's very interesting it's like you like we get I don't know if you get this, but it's like this like creative like flow. It's like, ooh, I want to create, I mm -hmm. want to create. And then it's like, but then you need to rest and refuel and recharge. And there's just so much conditioning against that. Yeah. And what I really recognized is the idea itself is creation. Yep. So like I was rapid fire coming up with all of these ideas that I mean, that's what, that's a superpower of being a manifesting generator, right? Like when we're in alignment, yeah. we're coming up with ideas. It's just how it is. And whether or not we take action on those ideas doesn't actually matter, but there is rest needed after those ideas come through because the surge, that power and, and energy they come with is so strong that like, if you're, if you're working on becoming you know, a hundred percent in alignment. I don't know that anybody exists in a hundred percent alignment, yeah. but to carry that much power with you, you need to be able to rest and, and let your body, like it, you can't go from being out of alignment a hundred percent of the time to being in alignment a hundred percent of the time without that calibration of give and take and pull, push and pull. And it's like more energy, less energy, like you have to slowly, and I'm, and I'm giving her this visual of like, um, you know, zero to 60, right. It's, it's a slow, there's no zero to 60 in, in 2.3 seconds. No, it takes as long as it needs to take, but you have to be able to hold more energy than you ever did before and then recover from holding that energy. So like the, in my own experience, that's what I'm learning too. It's like, okay, wow. I've been like on fire for three days straight. And then it takes me like four days to recover. Yes. Yeah. And you know, like coach, I, I noticed coaches talking about like, I, I immediately thought of like big launches, like, you, you know, where 
when you think of launching, it's like you're on fire, you're like, I'm doing all these things. It's like all this intense energy. But a lot of times, like coaches don't necessarily talk about like the rest afterwards. Yeah. It's just like it, it, at least like for me, like in, in courses or programs or, uh, and stuff that I've worked with, like a majority don't talk about like, like a whole, maybe like either reserving or planning like rest Mm -hmm. before, Mm -hmm. you know, executing the program or, uh, time to like reflect and everything like, you know, maybe a fraction do, but it is really important just to like pay attention to your energy and not, and not necessarily like overcommit to things, um, because of like this, like, Ooh, this intense, this intense energy and then it just kind of wanes out and dies um mm-hmm. it's so it's very important to like you know pay attention do that and and again like your body is your guide with that mm-hmm. like you can uh with you like you know for example as like a pure manifesting generator with that sacral uh sacral authority like you can really like trust your sacral to guide you in okay, you need to rest now. It's all going to yeah. be okay. It's all, uh, everything is going to happen in divine timing. And for mm-hmm. people with other authorities, like I'm an, I'm an emotional authority. Like my, um, my emotions will guide, like guide me and I'll have like that emotional clarity, like when I'm ready to have that. So. I know I hear, I always hear that about emotional being the authority and like that just I just don't understand what that would feel like at all because I am on unemotional and honestly finally like seeing that on the chart two years ago or how you know I think it was two years ago at this point I was like oh I get to not be emotional like that's so freeing like I thought I was doing it wrong all these years like but I like yes I like yes my relationship with crying has evolved and certainly the judgment of it has dissipated as well but um like I I just if I feel something that I'm not supposed to like that or not supposed to if I feel something and I'm really not sure why I'm feeling it like I could give myself that permission to be like that's not mine and I don't have to do anything with it and then that suddenly like it's it, it it just dissolves right like it's not mine to deal with and thank you very much and uh it's funny though, because my children are both projectors and I figured that out like two years ago. So my son was four at the time and my daughter was one. And I was like, oh, like, of course they are because I'm, you know, in this dance, in this, in this relationship evolving, you know, with that manifestor piece to my manifesting generator. So of course my children are going to be projectors because they're going to be like bringing me to like slow down rest right like and and give me that permission that was missing that was like okay no actually we just need to like not leave the house because they had a huge week right oh you know what's happening now is my son is six and so over the last year he's been going to his dad's house every other weekend and he it was like about a month ago it started to show up he's like complaining about uh being bored at my house right when he's with me because he because with his dad they're always running around doing stuff and I'm like that is why you are bored because 
you do need a day to not do anything. And he's six. He's not going to fully understand that. But when I'm explaining it to him, I'm saying, bud, like, you have to really rest and relax. Plan your tablet. Plan your TV time. No, I don't limit those things. Okay. Whatever. This, this is the level of parenting that I'm at right now. But, like, he doesn't – there's literally – like, I just remember being, like, I need time to just not do anything. And I never got it growing up. And so I'm just like, on Sundays, we don't do anything, right? And both of them need it. And whether or not they want it, they're going to get it. So that's that's what I bring to the table now in terms of my parenting. Oh, I love it. And, and you know, like, I, I'm not a parent. I'm, I, I'm a proud aunt, like, and, uh, yeah. and everything. But I think the thing is, is like giving you're giving your kids like that choice, like by not micro, like not like over scheduling them and like um, having so many things planned. Like you're giving them the choice. Like if if they're if they say they're bored, like that it get that they can like have the space and the creativity to do things that interest them and like you know get yeah. get a little bit creative. So. Um, yeah, I... it's funny. He's never even bored on the Sundays when we don't do anything. But like, you know, on Thursday when I'm trying to get him out to the school bus, he likes to think that he is. So it's just an interesting, you know, like he's six. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, my my uh, my nephew is almost six. He'll be six in. Uh, he'll be six by the time this episode airs. So. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, it's so it's so funny. Oh, like he's a. Um, He's a mental projector, but like the amount of energy that he has, I'm like fascinated by it. So he just like literally runs around the house, like when yeah. all the family's over. It's like cycle. I'm like, you only have your head in Ashna defined. Like, where are you? Yeah, <laughs> He's probably like he, my my entire um, my entire family, like me and my siblings and my parents were all manifesting generators and my one sister's a manifester. So it's probably all of that energy that's like overstimulating him and that yes. crashes afterwards. But it's Aww. very fascinating to watch. I just, I, I love it. Like, have you, have you learned like by, I'm just curious by like, what, yep. like watching your kids, like at, at, at their projectors, like have you, have you like learned anything or used that in your uh, in your parenting style at all? I have. I am still in the middle of figuring out like what their authorities really are. Like my my daughter or my son is um, his authority is ego projected, and okay. my daughter is a, the sounding board, and. I don't really know what those two things mean, but I, but I make space for it to show up in different ways. And uh, I am trying to figure, I, I am in the process of learning what that, what that means. But um, yeah, like my son, he's always saying, I want, I want, I want. Yeah. And so um, a lot of the times I can't give him what he wants, unfortunately. Um, but I try to, I try to make it, I try to make it work, but it, but for him to like, he, he doesn't even know what he wants until he's saying the sentence out loud. Like I can recognize like with him, like that's, that, that is his process. So being able to like have his voice box really say, I want blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, he really, really wants that. So what, how much, what can I do to make that happen for him? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, with, yeah, with that, like, ego, ego projector, the the decision is really about, like, what they want. And so, um, yeah, like, guiding him in that way. And then the, the, with the sounding board, it's really, like, giving her permission to talk things out. Like, I know, like, you know, when, when, uh, when they're really young, like, yeah. they're, they're learning how to use their voice and kind of thing. But, um, that like it's it's about like giving that space to like talk it out and not um yeah it's hard because like i'm not Actually, a parent but like not yes. deciding for them but like allowing yes. them to come to their own conclusion i just had this light bulb as you were talking it's really interesting now to see it this way my son saying i want i want i want and my daughter processing completely the opposite way. So if, if I am trying to get both of them to do something that would get us out to the car, right? Like put on shoes and socks and my son doesn't want to, he wants whatever he wants. Right. Yeah. Um, I can turn to Paige and justify it and say, listen, this is what we're going to do today. We, and we need to go get in the car so we can go make our appointment time. So will you please get your shoes and your socks so we can get going? And then she just is able to first not have a desire in the way that, like, that, that, you know, blocks that from happening, but the way that he does, but, um, she just gets it. And I think that that's a woman thing too. I mean, she's three. Let's just yeah, remind yeah, that too. Yeah. But, but like, it's, I could actually like truly have like a conversation with her. And, and that's not to say that I can't have a conversation with my son either, but um, because I absolutely can. But when he is, when he has decided something, when he decided as a desire, there is just no negotiating and it, and it turns into a meltdown sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's where it's like, okay, like, how do you, it's like, how do you, it, the conversation is around, like, balancing that. It's balancing, like, giving themselves, like, permission to be in their own, like, natural, like, energy. And then also, like, you know, you're, you're the parent, you see more then they like you under like you're guiding them like you know a lot heck of a lot more you're more mature you're you're the caregiver like you see yeah. like this bigger picture that like that kids like growing up just simply do not see and so uh being able to like balance and calibrate that um it's a it's a delicate balance like i said it's not my area of expertise like i can yeah. i can no, interpret yeah. the energy and stuff but um you know, for, for anybody listening, I actually did have, um, and this, at the time of the recording, this, this hasn't aired yet, but when this airs, it's out there, but I do, um, have an episode out where, uh, I do talk about someone who does, like, human design and parenting, like, she has, I think it was, like, four, four sons, three or four sons that are all, like, different types, and we, there, there's this beautiful conversation, so, uh, for those listening who are like, okay, this is an interesting conversation, check out that episode and like, um, and that person, which the name I'm totally drawing a blank on right now. Um, but just, it's, it's just, it's really good. And this is, this is why I love like talking with different people who have like different areas of expertise, like besides me. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. So I I have loved everything like we have been talking about so far. Like you are you are like an incredibly like beautiful soul. I've really enjoyed this. Um a couple questions I always ask my guests is um like if somebody was new to human design and uh, not sure where to start, like where what are some like recommendations you have on like where to start looking at your human design. Well, thank you so much for saying that. I agree. And this has been wonderful. So I really appreciate it. Um, That's a really good question. I think running your human design chart is extremely intimidating Mm -hmm. and uh, mumbo jumbo at best. So I would not necessarily recommend running the human design chart, but um, or at least don't spend too much time looking at the, the image because it's, it is a confusing image to see, um, without more awareness around it. Um, when you do run your chart though, there is like the information section. So I would just go line by line and really like Google or, or find podcasts, maybe that you've even recorded that talk about like each line item that's listed out to just get some awareness around it. Like, um, What's interesting for me is like when I'm looking at whether or not my, we'll say root, because you mentioned that before, when my root is undefined versus somebody who has a defined root, I like to hear how defined root functions in the world, because that's sort of the gap that I need to fill in for myself. It's like living in the undefined, the not self root, um, you know, safety is the number one thing that we constantly come back to whether you know we don't feel safe so how can we make ourselves feel safe and it's like you know in the definition of what the root of what somebody else who has a defined root like would they even be struggling with what i'm struggling with in the same capacity probably not so like what am i missing what do i need how how do i need to fill that gap in so i can um sort of move on and, and and problem solve the real issue instead of, you know, what's showing up as the thing that needs more attention right now. Oh, I love that. I, you know, I, like I said, I've asked this question and I, you know, sometimes I get similar answers, but, um, like looking at the people who have defined areas where you're undefined and seeing how, how they're operating or what, maybe what their thoughts and beliefs are. Like, I, I really do love that because, um, you you are like yeah it's like seeing that gap or maybe seeing how their energy could be like influencing you mm-hmm. and you know come like doing that little like balancing piece there because that's what like the with the undefined it's like we're picking up on things from other people and can be like amplifying that and so uh just being aware of that and like looking at it and using it to your advantage like such a great tip thank you for thank you for sharing that like little 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 bit of wisdom right there i i love it um and then like for people who like have really like liked what you had to say and like share and everything how can people um get connected with you so this is airing and you said the end of march april ish timeline right so hopefully my website is up by then um i am in the process of building it right now but um, in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at Alana Uplevel, and that's Alana with an I. So I L A N A 
up level and on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash Alana up level one. Awesome. Oh my gosh. So good. Thank you so much for, for being on here and for everyone listening, uh, links will be in the show notes for you guys. So it's, it's, it'll all be there for you. So thank you again for, for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to get your human design abundance blueprint. In this blueprint, you will receive a personalized breakdown of your human design chart and how to use it to be your most abundant self. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. All the details are in the show notes. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at the underscore HD underscore librarian with your favorite part of this episode. Thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode.